I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. It's a freezing cold rainy day in LA today. Thanks for tuning in to W8080902030504 KRS2158RRCLLC Bodega Bay. We here at the show. Thank you so kindly for tuning in. I am Chelsea Peretti. I'm having a little Waterloo orange vanilla. Won't tell you how I feel about it because they're not a paid sponsor. Do I like it or do I hate it? Hard to tell ya. In a cloak of secrecy. I myself am freezing. How are you? And that's without coffee. God, I wish I had my midday coffee. I forgot. I plum forgot. Life feels like it's going on triple speed lately. Is that my age? Is that because of the pandemic and the strike shutting my industry down? And then all of a sudden it's like, go, 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 go. Or is it just me, my brain slowing down? You know, shutting down. We don't know yet. We're going to wait for a team of scientists to figure the answers out. What are we doing today? What are we doing today? What are we doing today? 
What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing today? Hey! What we're going to do is look at some voicemails. That's one. Two, we're thinking about introducing a co-host on the show. We've been thinking, hey, and by we, I mean me. And that's really what it comes down to. I'm lonely. Imagine if there really were a we and we co-hosted this podcast. Can you imagine how fantastic that would feel to have a partner in crime? A partner in crew? Let's see. We have a few voicemails. Um, Not a ton, but a few. Let's see what we got. Hi, Chelsea. Um, It's Alex. What is a sailor's favorite pop song? Thar she blows, thar she blows again. Thank you for your time. Let's observe a moment of silence. I literally, when he goes, what is a sailor's favorite pop song? I thought it was going to be like, fuck, shit, pussy, cunt, because sailors like to swear. So my mind was already waiting for just a swearing bonanza. And then it was, yeah. Fuck, shit, pussy, cunt, fuck, shit. All right, let's see what we got next. <laughs> Hi, Chelsea. Um, I just wanted to come tell you about um, my amazing experience, my most recent amazing experience with a man. Um, <laughs> So we were together for like three months and then whenever everything started going bad, I asked him to give me my sweaters back that he had borrowed and he had some hesitancy to him. So I was like, what's up? Like, can I get those back? And he's like, I would, but I blew my nose in one and I shot my load into the other one. That's abuse. And so I burst into tears as he berated me on how irrational I was being for my reaction to that. And then a month later, he started stalking me and banging on my window at two in the morning. Yeah. And after I told him I'd never see him again, um, I called him out to a bar like a week later and slept with him. Ugh. <laughs> Girl goals. No. Sad goals. That sounds abusive to me. That was my first instinct. And then you said he started stalking you. I'm like, hold on now. Ugh, that ding is brutal. There, I like the new ding, I have to say. Okay, abusive? Uh, stalker? Putting fucking disgusting bodily fluids in your clothing? No, that is not a, and then we slept together again. No, thank you. 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 Gross. Hate it. Hate it for you. You deserve better. Okay. Hey, Chelsea. I just saw your post about Hondas just blowing past you on the road to quote you. Okay, so I've on my second Honda now, and... For some reason, I think something in my brain broke when I signed that lease the first time. Like, I've always considered myself to be a really safe driver and, like, 
a normal driver. But then the second I got behind the wheel of that blue Honda Civic, I like, I swear to God, I just couldn't control myself. I would like zip around New York City like a crazy person hmm. driving from Brooklyn to Manhattan for my job and like actually being a psychopath on the roads. I you have think to. that when I signed that lease, my brain broke. I, I really think something inside of me happened. Hmm. But now I have a new one that I actually got yesterday and already I've noticed that like I've been driving a little bit more responsibly. I don't know if the blue color to the silver color makes any difference, but when I had the blue Honda Civic, I definitely was Time. way worse on the roads. And the silver Honda Civic, now I'm driving a bit more responsibly. Um, I don't know if that helps or if that explains anything, but I do know that my brain was chemically altered um, upon signing that lease. So hopefully that explains something for you. Oh, sorry. Well, what's happened? What? Someone had a Honda? Uh, where am I? I need water. Um, it's crazy how many words went into just that tale. I, I think what I'm going to say is that that might just be the New York talking. Anyone who has to drive for a job in New York City, you have to be crazy because everyone drives crazy in New York and L.A., by the way. But it's a different kind of crazy in New York and L.A. A different kind of crazy today. The truth is New York drivers are like homicidal and L.A. drivers are entitled. They're like, I'm on the list. New York drivers are like, I'll fucking kill you. And I don't care if I die. Pick your fighter. Okay. What else do we got? Hey, what's going on? My name is Danny. Um, I was just wondering, what was your experience like on a helicopter? Was it fun? Uh, helicopters are pretty cool. Hope you have a wonderful day. Hmm. My paranoid thought was, what does he know about me? And then I was like, oh, I did go in a helicopter on Louie. And the crazy thing about that was... They were like, usually you have to buckle your seatbelt and stuff as it's taken off, but we're cool or something like that. And so I just kind of like, because it was a fast getaway, I jumped in the helicopter. I'm like kind of grabbing onto the seatbelt with my hand and then it's lifting off into the air. I, that's all I remember was being told that there was safety regulation that we were going to shirk. But it was fun and I did feel safe. I don't remember being scared or anything. I also did a helicopter ride. Ooh, oh, maybe it's this because I did mention this, I think, at some point. A helicopter ride in Hawaii where my dad was like convincing me to do it right after I had my baby. And then after that, I feel like I read that there was some that had gone down. I was like, why did I allow myself? Why did I allow myself? Sometimes I really... I can hear my voice and the vocal fry. And I'm like, this sounds like those frogs with the, you know, those instruments where you rub a stick on it's ridged back and it's like, rah, 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 rah. and as much as I know people who hate vocal fry, what can I do? When I try to make my voice like, Hey, how are you? I mean, I could do it, but it takes effort. Like is vocal fry just pure laziness because it does feel like, hi guys, welcome to the podcast. It's just, it, it's work. Hey, how are you? I mean, that is how a lot of, 
I hate to say women sound to me. <laughs> hey, how's it going? You good? There's something I call Chardonnay voice, which is like when generally Caucasians get together and drink Chardonnay and they're like, oh! Um, when I was in London, I actually heard a table laughing like that. And then they were Americans. And I said, I heard a table laughing like that. And they were Americans. Glass houses, right? Me and my awful vocal fry throwing fucking rocks at the shrill voice ladies. I have no ground to stand on. Order in the court! Hi guys, hey, it's me, Chelsea. I'm coming into you with a bit of an airy voice, but also calming, upbeat, and airy. How's that? Okay, let's see another voicemail, okay? Hi, I heard you were um, looking for bird calls, so this is a turkey. Wow. Um, And here is a just random bird call. I actually have no idea where I heard this. Um, wow. Wow mixed with not wow. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I hope that was helpful. Wow. Mic drop on two um, My name calls. is Sarah. Have a good day. Sarah. Coming in with two bird calls and hanging up. Could have gone for three. You know the rule of threes. I would have looked up. Let me see if I can make anything sound like a real bird. No, I don't have it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I don't have the skill. All right. Well, so these aren't going gray. Let me see. Hmm. Hey, Chelsea. My name is Meg. And I just put on my retainer, so I probably sound a little bit lispy. Mm-hmm. But I just uh, heard an interview recently with uh, Werner Herzog, and he discussed penguins uh, marching off into the distance, into oblivion when they were separated from their partners. Mm. And I'm really bothered by this. Mm. And it's not sitting well with me. And um, I'm just thinking, like, if penguins are having existential crises, that there's the retainer. That's fun to say. Um, what what hope is there for me, basically? Like if a, if a penguin can't keep it together, like ah, like what, what, you know, what the hell hope is there for me? I don't know. Mm. These are thoughts at one thirty in Toronto. It's like negative sixteen degrees. All the best. Almost feels though like you could take your retainer out before calling in, or is it like glued in? penguins i'd like to learn more about this what do they do just walk off a cliff if they get separated from their loved ones there's animals that mate for life isn't that weird there's not it's not just like humans trying to do that probably it's easier for animals because they're not going to get lost in conversation with another animal hello my name is nicholas i play shrek on the shrek broadway national tour and i'm going to teach you how to make crazy cupcakes as mark hamill's joker First, to make the cupcakes straight heat the oven to 107 degrees Celsius or 338 degrees Fahrenheit. Prepare the cupcake tin by filling it with paper cupcake cases. Mix the butter and sugar together until it is light and fluffy. And add the egg and mix. Slowly add the flour until it is all combined. Then add the milk and mix until the batter is fluffy and smooth. Fill the cupcake cases the one-third before pushing it in a single marshmallow. Then fill the cases until they are two-thirds of the way full. Put the cupcakes immediately into the oven and bake for 15 minutes. After the bake, let the cupcakes cool completely. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Well, first of all, hold on. Wait, who did he say he was? Hello, my name is Nicholas. I play Shrek on the Shrek Broadway National Tour. Wow. First of all, this is huge for us. This is huge for us here at the show. And by us, I mean me and my new co-host, TBD. But the thing it makes me think about is how actors aren't writers. So he's just literally reading a recipe. I feel like, gosh, Couldn't you just put together any little smidgen of writing of your own? We got to listen to you read a fucking recipe. But this is what makes actors so amazing, right? Like they can just take a fucking cupcake recipe and run with it. (laughs) Have fun out there doing the Shrek show. The broad, what did he say? Broadway Shrek traveling tour. Wow. 
Now that's a story I don't hear often. Thanks for calling the pod. Okay. Hello. It's real. Hi. Yeah, it Healthy? is. I wish I wish I could say it wasn't, but unfortunately. Oh my god. Here we are. Still... I'm not gonna fangirl because okay. I don't want you to hang up on me. I'm starving. I just ate. Oh my god. That's a mess. I just ate some Irish soda bread, but I wanted to ask mm. you about something, unless there's a topic. No, you know there isn't. You know where this is a, this little train is far off the tracks. <laughs> okay, I wanted to get your opinion, and I'm really sorry if you've already taken a stance on this in the past, but I wanted your opinion on cottage cheese, because there have been so many haters for so many years, and now everybody loves it, and I've kind of been there, you know, since day one, and small curd of course um but i just wanted to know if you like it cottage cheese let me get myself buckled up for this one so what's fascinating is that fucking mucky peanut butter and cottage cheese have just reared their ugly heads time and time again on recent episodes oh really so people have already talked to you about cottage cheese that's what i'm saying so the the point being Peanut butter and cottage cheese, two classic gloppy proteins. They're coming up. They're hot topics on the pot. One thing I do want to try, if we have any bakers that want to bake some of these viral cottage cheese, it's a little late, I feel like, but still, I'll try them. These these viral cottage cheese recipes. There's cheesecake. What is there? there, I feel like there's beyond just cheesecake. There are so many weird things people are doing. Yeah, people make cottage cheese bread bread i have no interest in cottage cheese bread okay well can i give you my recipe for this smoothie i make that everybody makes fun of me for but it's like so delicious it has some trigger ingredients i think because it has cottage cheese and peanut butter but can do i have permission to give you the other ingredients uh you have permission to tell me did you already call and tell me this exact thing already no oh oh yeah i left a message did you listen to it yeah Are you I've, serious? I did, and it hasn't aired yet, but I've already listened to it and weighed in oh. on it. So the very cottage cheese trend I thought was evolving might just be you. That's, I'm so embarrassed. If you could see my face, it's bright red. You want to talk about anything else? Mm, no, I wish I had gotten attacked. Only, my butt. Only, so. only cottage cheese is on your mind? Mm. <laughs> And maybe next time I think of something else, like really, maybe even more thought provoking than um, cottage cheese, I'll try again. What was your childhood like? Uh, pretty happy. Um, had a dog that I loved, and she was really sweet. Mm. She would never bite. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I like to rollerblade. Huh. You ever rollerblade? No. I thought that had been outlawed in 2000. The year 2000. Mm-mm. Wow. No. I've never done it. Um, you know what I've gotten increasingly... No, I wish I had a traumatic childhood. You know what I'm, I'm increasingly scared of, though? Back to your rollerblading. I'm scared. Yeah. Now that I've watched the process of a child growing and losing teeth, I'm scared of losing my adult teeth. Oh. The more things that you I... You know what, Chelsea? I, I lost an adult tooth last year. Was it rollerblading? No, it was on a crunchy Trader Joe's plantain crouton. No. If you can believe it. Not Trader Joe's. Wait, you lost an entire tooth? Yeah, like knocked it loose and then um, 
I had to get it removed and I had to get like a screw put in. Oh my God. And for a while I just walked around without a tooth for like six months because they oh. put a screw in and then you have to like let that heal. So I just started talking like without my bottom teeth. Like, Damn. I, just, I can't believe you buried yeah. this story. Okay. I know. I guess it is kind of traumatic, huh? Yeah. So first of all, it involves Trader Joe's. Our, uh, we've done an episode with Adam Scott all about Trader Joe's snacks. And I am just reeling here that you, which tooth was it? A front tooth or a side tooth? Yeah, like the front bottom tooth, <gasps> right smack in the middle. Front bottom? That's unusual. Yeah. I've actually never seen someone with that. I feel like a lot of people are walking this earth with a missing side tooth. Like upper side, there's a lot of people, they smile and you go, oh, oop, 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 oop. Yeah. There's <laughs> like, a little. I saw that. Little Easter yeah. egg. Yeah, where one side tooth is missing, yeah. which I'd love to know why does that happen? You would think that would be the least vulnerable tooth, but those are frequently missing. Well, they're they're a little, they're kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the side teeth get out. The bottom ones, like, in my opinion, you know, they're thinner and maybe they just don't have much to hold on to. I don't know. So you just literally bit into something crunchy and your tooth just popped out? I mean, it was like... It didn't pop out. No, my tooth just got loose. Oh. And then um, I had to go to the dentist and there was something wrong with like the nerve. Yeah. It was a long journey. Have you ever read this children's book called The Day the Goose Got Loose? No. It sounds difficult. Because you could have a book, The Day the Tooth Got Loose. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I know. I have to I have to find a way to profit off it. It's really expensive. The Day the Tooth Got Loose is... <laughs> was an unexpected surprise because I'm like, what am I going to do with loose to make it rhyme? And then I go, loose. Oh, that's exactly how you would talk if your tooth was loose. Oh, my gosh. So you were missing a bottom tooth. Was there any advantage to that? You had it out for six months. Would you stick a straw in it or anything fun? Yes, for sure. The straw. That was a good party trick. Um, but there was really nothing else. I guess I could, like, blow some wind through it. Yeah. But Whistling. Oh, could you whistle through it? No, it didn't really make any noise. Mm. But I had to put like, you know, I I had just gotten a new job and I was like, they're all going to think I'm a freak. And right. And I couldn't like go on any dates. Yeah. Um, it was really just a time where like for six months, my life was kind of just on hold, you know? It, were you on like a dating app and you just have a big old smile with one tooth gone on the bottom and just <laughs> no matches? no no yeah imagine that would be so because that's fucked that would up really drive the point like home. that is 100 percent fixable but people would yeah. put you in the discard pile almost guaranteed and you know what if i should have done that because if i found someone that was willing to see past right. that like then you know they're really no there's your rom-com for you it's like yeah my year of no tooth and it's at sundance and yeah. it's like you crying with your tooth missing against a wall, sliding down the wall, like My Blue Valentine. The film is called Blue Valentine, not My Blue Valentine. And then the guy's also missing. He's missing an arm. And then you guys are making love and it's like mm. tastefully shot, but you're both kind of missing stuff. Yeah. Mm, maybe it's called that. missing. Missing love. Anyway, um, 
I, I feel like you don't feel like this lost tooth is as much of a gold mine as I do. Like you yourself feel a little bit bored. Um, yeah, I think it was just like something I'm trying to repress, you know. Mm-hmm. Let me write that down. But not a day goes by that I'm not grateful for um, just writing this. Not a day goes by. Yeah. Actually, Chelsea, if I could ask one more question, what do you think about veneers? I love them. I love them. You have them? Oh, I wish. I can't afford them. I'm saving up. But I love veneers. They look so oh. natural. No, honestly, this is a weird story, but my teeth, because of my age combined with how much coffee I drink and maybe other things I like to eat. Tomato sauce apparently can stain your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. They're a little less white than they used to be. You know, comes with the territory, I think, of being a human and aging. But mm -hmm. Amber Rose. Do we know? Are we all familiar? Yeah. Amber Rose. Okay. I follow her on Instagram. I think she follows me because that's how I was able to message her. I go, what is your secret? Your teeth are glistening and white. And let me tell you, they don't look like veneers. And really? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she told me that it was veneers. Is this telling her business? Hmm. I'm going to have to check with her. Anyway, I was like, can I do Zoom whitening? And she was like, it really isn't the same. But yeah. well, long story short, as I feel panicked that I'm not holding your attention and you are only a small portion of what the listener must be feeling, extreme boredom. Mm. But um, no, never. I did do the Zoom whitening and I did feel like it was pretty amazing. However, I feel like I would need to do it every other day. At the rate I drink Yeah, the, the rebound. They mm -hmm. say, like, your teeth can rebound. Yeah. And, and then they say, to... like, you can't eat anything except white or clear foods for, like, yeah. 48 hours. And I was like, uh, as always, I'm always pushing it. Like, when I had a C-section, I was like, they were like, only liquids. I'm like, bone broth. And then I promptly fucking yacked all over the place. I was like, <laughs> I'm a genius. Bone broth. It's liquid, <laughs> but it's nutritive. <laughs> And then I fucking puked <laughs> my brains out while I was laying flat. Don't recommend it. Oh. Okay. Anyway, but I wish I could whiten my teeth every other day. I also am curious about those pens and wipes that you can use on your teeth. But yeah, I like I just, that doesn't feel real to me. Mm -hmm. Me neither. I have those things, but I've just never tried it. <sighs> I just don't want veneers to be the only answer. It's obviously a sore topic for me. I used to really pride myself on my tan and my white teeth, and then I am prone to skin cancer and need coffee Whoa. constantly. So that took a dark turn. Yeah. Do you regret calling? Um, you want to go back to cottage cheese? <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. Hello? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, this is so cool. <laughs> Chelsea? Mm. Oh no. Wait, do you want to talk about ceramics? 
Is that a yes? <laughs> All right. I feel like ceramics was a go. Um, I've been doing ceramics for like two years, which, um, you know, I'm like cursedly Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Are you more of like a... <laughs> Are you more of a slab girl? Are you more of a wheel girl? Where do we stand on places? Okay. I'm not sure which one that was for. Okay, we'll try again. Slabs. Okay, cool. I'm also doing slabs. That's sick. Um, <laughs> have you tried? My thing right now is I'm doing a lot of like colored clay. And like this Japanese technique called narikomi. I don't know if you're familiar. Uh, yeah, it, that's the reaction that I get from a lot of people. It's it's pretty complicated stuff. You have to um, mix your own clay um, with the uh, with the colors. And I don't know if you, know this, but like the chemicals for ceramics are like whenever I mix them, I have to uh, go up on my roof with a gas mask. Um, like, you don't have good reception. You just, you simply don't have good reception. You've been breaking up for the last full minute. Okay. And great topic, bad reception. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe next time. Sucks. I would love to talk about ceramics. In fact, the colored clays I have never seen. I would like to get my hands on. It seems cool. I've been watching the great throwdown and, it, you know, I've hit the point in my ceramics enthusiasm where I'm learning that 
there's so much I don't know. And I'm more now frustrated by the limits of my own ability, which really is the wall that I come up against in every field. Hey, girl. Hello. What time is it where you are? Uh, it's 10 a.m. here in Australia on the East Coast. Never gets old. Never gets old. It's it's 10 a.m. there and it's absolutely 4 p.m. here. I can't even wrap my head around it. It is mind-blowing. I, I work in a global company and I'm a little bit boring, but I have meetings with people all over the world and I just have to always look at the time. <laughs> I never know. Now, here's something crazy and trippy that I'm trying not to make my brain go to, but it is. Who invented time? When did time come about? Like, when was the first clock? And when, like, people first traveled to different continents, were they like, there's a time difference? Or was it just like, how does that work? Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like maybe it was the Mayans. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like they have those clocks to stick. Mm, yeah. Uh, but you know what? There's um, where I live, which you could talk about time zones, absolutely does my head in because about 30 minutes south from here is another state. Okay. We have an hour time difference. Right. I mean, it's all, it's all manufactured. It's all just like, you know, it's like not real per se. So what is real? Because, oh, don't talk about Israel. Not now. Not the time for that. (sighs) But you know, it's like, it's, you're basically, I'm just wondering, like, say in the olden days, you got on your ship and you had your clock and then you went somewhere else. What would the actual, because, you know, like in California, we voted on, um, like, if we should get rid of daylight savings time. I'm like, hold up. That's an <laughs> option. We're just out here pretending daylight savings time is a thing. Like, yeah, let's get rid of it. And I think we all voted to get rid of it, but then it was too complex to actually uh, do it. I mean, we're, yeah, we're pretty much just sheep following what we're supposed to do at certain times of the day, right? Like, and I you know why? It's, the time difference is because we'll be here. It's actually supposedly because of the farmers. I was just so, about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> So the point being, that's exactly what I heard is the reason that the the daylight savings time could not be um, changed is that farmers like the early light mornings. Yeah, well, I'm in Queensland, which is sort of, you know, quite a a lot warmer than other parts of Australia. And it gets really hot. So I think they like to be out at work. Oh, there's parts of Australia that aren't on fire. I literally think of all of Australia as just being engulfed in eternal flames. <laughs> you know what? This year we haven't had anything too bad. Are the koalas, um, uh, so is the population rebounding? This is all I know about your people, right? The fires and the koalas dying off. We were concerned over here about those little koalas. 
we got a lot of support out of Hollywood for some weird reason. Everyone loves the koala. I mean, I love them too. They're freaking so cute. But the koala population, there's a lot of work going on. The problem yeah. is human beings, as usual, infrastructure right. is going up everywhere near their habitats. Literally the other day I was driving down the highway. I was like, why is this here? There's so much koala habitat near there. There's right. signs slow down for koalas, but... It's like at least make every apartment complex have a mini koala preserve built into the courtyard oh, or something, right? It's so cute. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, when I was a kid, we used to have them in our backyard all the time. In once we came home from school, and there was one in our lounge room. Uh oh. And then uh, <laughs> we got him out, but. There was another instance when we were as a kid as well where we woke up in the middle of the night and one was actually attacking my dog. Oh, boy. And so <laughs> my dad sort of went out and... I'm imagining like a koala kind of moonwalking because they're so slow. I'm imagining it kind of moonwalking towards your dog holding a knife, like really slowly. Yeah. <laughs> their claws are like knives. And yeah, that's what I mean. They're not... Claws, obviously, because they're climbing up trees and holding on to trees all the time. So yeah, they you're not you're not far from it with the claw. Are they up. fast though? They their run is actually really cute because they've got like fat little bottoms and you know they kind of run like how do you describe it? Two legs forward, the front, two legs forward, the back. <laughs> two legs bottom, forward like, and three. two legs back. That's a Paula Abdul song. I'm going to guess it's Kinda before like your time. how everyone walks, I guess. Yeah. Animals, but yeah, well, they're super cute. All right, um, well. Yeah. So speaking of Australian animals, I was actually going to tell you about a recent attack that I enjoyed okay. last weekend. Yeah, have you heard of a blue bottle jellyfish? Not that particular one. No, okay. I'm not sure if it's um, endemic to Australia or if it's uh, found in other places, but um, yeah, they're like these. Actually, I'm a massive ocean lover. They're these beautiful looking blue, really deep blue jellyfish with long tentacles, and the head kind of is like blown up like a balloon. Um. Wait a minute. And Isn't there, oh, is that octopus? There's something that's a blue ring octopus, I think. I would avoid anything yes. blue that I saw in the water, like particularly any kind of vibrant mm-hmm. blue that's a jellyfish. I would go, I bet this MF is going to sting like a B-I-T-C-H. And you would be C-O-R-R-E-C-T because not What'd you spell? What'd you spell? Okay, did you say did i did you say oh you said c-o-r-r-e-c-t yeah good i was like that doesn't sound like right and i got confused okay I yeah Yeah, so tell me your tale yeah so just first to differentiate there is a difference between a blue bottle and a blue ring octopus blue ring octopus will probably kill you um but a blue bottle as you can see i survived so not as not as deadly um so yeah, I was just down have you heard of Byron Bay before? Yeah. The Netflix series Byron Bay. No. Yeah. Beautiful area, like the most stunning beaches in the world, I think. Uh-huh. Um 
and had been surfing, had this awesome few days away with my girlfriend and um, was like pushing her on a few waves and then just having some fun in the water. And then I was all of a sudden, my mm. legs just started burning. And uh. I thought I'd just gone through some sea life. Right. You know, like, okay, just a few little things here and there. And then it was like flames were coming up my legs. And I just put my hand down to touch my legs because I was sort of in the shallows. The water was about up to my knees. Yeah. And I felt this oh, no. slimy, no. gilly uh. texture on my legs with my no. hand. And, you know, in no, those sort of situations, you. you think, you think I'd like to uh, remain calm. Yeah, sure. Handle it, handle it with uh, gusto, you know. I mean, yeah, I don't know that like, I could leave a jellyfish on my leg. I'm I'm assuming you're not supposed to, but I think I would have to rip it off and fling it as far as I could. That said, your hand would <laughs> then your hand would get hurt, right? What is the answer? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I did go into panic mode and just started grabbing it and trying to pull it off. And the more that I pulled it off, the more that it wrapped around. So its tentacles were wrapped around both of my legs. Oh my god. Um at the same time and I was running out of the water screaming. Now, hold on, I got to stop you. I got to stop you on this r- pause on you running out of the water screaming. Your mouth is open in this paused image. Are there pictures of this? Yeah, I've got the after photos like I can seeing obviously in that moment. That'll do. But, you know, I'm sure there were some people on the beach it was very busy that were going what the hell is that girl doing? And also, I didn't want to make it look like I'd been attacked by a shark or something and scare everyone and get everyone on the beach to run out screaming. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if I was in Australia like, and anyone started screaming at any time, I would assume it was some type of animal attack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what I heard yesterday? You've got more chance of being killed by a kangaroo than a shark. I do. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I mean, it, it has to depend on where you're located, right? Um, I feel like he, <laughs> I think in Los Angeles, I have more chance of being killed by a shark. True, unless you're hanging out at one of those animal sanctuaries or something that weirdly has Australian animals in it. Yeah, but we do uh, see a lot yeah. of viral videos of like really buff kangaroos being like, "What's up, bitch? What's up?" and like. Oh. So I've definitely been made aware that they are violent. And one was trying to drown a dog. Did you see that? It was like a viral thing. A kangaroo was trying to drown this guy's dog and he like fought the kangaroo. And people were like, you're lucky you you won that one. Yeah, that is something I'm really scared about. I've got a, he's a Pomeranian fresh chihuahua, sort Mm. of extra large though, around eight or nine kilos. I hate leaving him outside here. Yeah. Like, I can't leave him by himself. Snakes, mainly. Yeah. I don't know. But what a tale. What a call. It's not the greatest reception, I'll be honest. Sorry. I haven't told you the rest of the blue balls thing. Oh, yeah. What happened? So we paused it. You were Um, standing there screaming, running out of the water with it wrapped around both your legs. Yeah. Wrapped around both my legs, screaming, running. I've untied my surfboard. That's just gone. I am. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to unwrap it and it just keeps clinging on, clinging on. And I'm like, I I just don't know what to do. So I just, all I can think about is getting to fresh water. 
okay, okay. and like a lifeguard who may have a medical kit. Because I don't know what it is at this point too. It could be a deadly one. And anyway, I get it. I think I get it off, and I'm just running up the beach, run up to the showers. There's no first aid. There's no lifeguards. Get it under the shower. There's someone in front of me. I was like, oh my god, bitch, please hurry up. I need to get these legs under hold, under the fresh water. So fresh anyway, water does what? Under, well, I don't know. I just ha- it was like I needed cold, cold on it. Oh, like cold, cold fresh water was just this, you know, instinct that I felt that I needed, and then. I said to someone, oh, are you a local here? Yeah, do you know what this would be? I just got stung by something. And he was like, oh, yeah, just a blue bottle. I just saw a whole heap of them floating in, like floating in from sea as if it was just so normal. And I'm like on fire from right. the inside out. can't explain. And um, we're like, I was Googling, you know, what to do. Like, does yeah. have the wee on me or like. You know, that sort of thing. You know, I don't know if you've heard about that, but apparently that's how you can treat some things. Um, thankfully, it wasn't, no, I didn't have to do that, but apparently hot water, hot, fresh water. So luckily I had a friend close by, had a hot shower under her, shower for 20 minutes and helped with the pain. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. But then I was looking it up, and apparently there's 30,000 things that get reported every year. And it's just a rite of passage for Australians to be stung by at least one blue bottle. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you not Australian? (laughs) He sounds Australian. (laughs) You sound like a foreigner to your own land. I mean, that guy's like, yeah, I just saw heaps of them coming in. And you're like, you're not familiar with them, but he sounds so familiar with them. 
Yeah, I know. Well, I guess, I don't know why. I've been lucky and avoided them all. Like, no one cared. I thought I was dying. <laughs> right. It is ironic you that know. your instinct is cold water, but what helps is hot water. Did it hurt hella bad? Yeah. Well, it's like putting hot on hot. And the car, like the car drive from the beach to my friend's house was excruciating. Yeah. I was like, I think I should go to a hospital. And now I know I would have just been the laughing stock of the hospital if I had arrived. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, well, that's my survival story. What a mess. My God. My God. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. Sounds like another night out in the Australian wilderness. Quick. Hello. Chelsea? Yeah. Hey. Hi. How are you? Um... My dog just started barking at that. Oh, cool. Well, my dog started barking because my mom's about to come home. Uh, was at home. I know. That's how I feel about it, too. So I have a, a, a question. What? It's, oh, my God. Pardon that. Um, it's like a coffee food test. Okay. So, lavender in coffee, yes or no? I like it. Really? <laughs> I do. You hate it? I don't like it. I don't like it in my coffee, but I like it in, like, cocktails, lemonade, like, that kind of thing. But I don't like it in my coffee. Well, I like a lavender latte. Now, they're not all equal. They're not all created equal by any means, but it's like soap. No, not a good one. But I do think like, no, not a good one. It's more like just about switching it up sometimes. And in my goal to stain my teeth to be absolutely looking like floorboards, I need as many varietals of coffee as I can get my hands on or my teeth on, as it were. Your yeah, your teeth and like the rest of your mouth, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say good. Okay. That's, Thanks for trying. I, I accept that. Thank you. I w- Oops, I hung up. Hello and welcome to Call Chelsea Barretti. Hey Chelsea, Hi. how are you? I'm good, how are you? Are there topics? I don't know. <laughs> are there topics today? Lavender lattes, jellyfish attacks, losing a tooth, and um, abusive lovers. Mm, I'll go with the first topic, food test. Um, (laughs) Yes, but if it's not too, only if it's not too sweet. You're right. 
Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello, hello, hello to you, to you, hello to you, my friend. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hello? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I can't believe it's really you. What are you talking ah. about on the podcast today? <laughs> oh, bears? No. No. Not bears. Is that a bear? That was, yeah, but it's it's a decoy. We're not really talking about bears. We're talking about a jellyfish attack, lavender lattes, shitty ex-boyfriend. Oh, I have opinions about lavender lattes. A jellyfish attack? Yeah. Why don't we do lavender lattes first? Good or bad? Um, I say bad. Mm. Is that right? Oh, darn it. You're wrong. They're good. Oh, well, the only lavender latte I've ever had is a honey lavender latte, and that was too much. Is Can you have a non-honey lavender latte? Of course you can. <laughs> okay. I mean, honey, it's already sounding too sweet. Yeah, it was too much. I, so I guess I should try a lavender, uh, just a straight-up lavender latte. You know what I'm really into right now? What? Making oatmeal cookies. I don't really like cookies that much. Yeah. But I like a very healthy oatmeal cookie. I also like a spiced cookie, like a molassesy, mm. gingery. So oh, I, uh, yeah, like a chewy molasses cookie. Yeah. So, and I love all like the Christmas flavors. I got into Pan Forte when I was in London at Christmas because I think they're, they're closer to Italy. They get, seems to be way more interesting shit imported from Italy there. Mm, so I tried okay. Pan Forte. How about, have you had this Christmas cookie called, um, Oh gosh, what what's it called? It has like an anise flavor, anise. Oh, anise? Santa's anus. <laughs> <laughs> anus cookies. Have you oh, had anus cookies. Wait, yeah. What are they called? Um, Santa's anus. Springerlies. I know them as Springerlies. Oh, yeah, I've heard of those. I've heard of and those. And they're very fancy. Mm-hmm. I like. I basically don't think I like a fancy cookie because they have too much butter in them. Usually, like I like. I know you don't like butter. I don't. I don't love it. Okay, I have two lemon cookies that are so good, mm. but I know I can't send them to you because you can't eat those. Well, is it a shortbread? I, well, one is like a shortbread, but hear me out. It has no! rosemary and lavender. Mm. Oh, that does sound kind of good, but I don't like shortbread. It's just like, I know. it's like eating a slice of butter and flour. Like, it's too intense. Too much. Okay, the other one is a very lemony, very salty cookie. Weird. Weird, did you say? Salty, very salty. Well, it it's pretty salty. It's like an ice box cookie. You does it have it um? Slice it up. Does it have fillet of sole in it? No. It's got, you're like it's very lemony, very salty, very capery. I'm like, are we still talking about cookies? No, it is a cookie. But it does have a lot of butter, so you probably wouldn't be excited Here's the, here's the so someone sent me, uh, when I said I was looking for healthy oat cookie recipes. Someone, oh, yeah. Someone sent me one, but I'm like, did I do this wrong? Because it in no way resembled a cookie batter when I was done. Oh, it what had, was it like? It just had oats. I cannot get comfortable. I need to reset this whole studio. Okay. <laughs> Why is it? it the table, when I see videos of it, it, I'm not sure what's happening. What do you mean? Well, it seems like you're sitting very upright. Well, what am I supposed to do? Lay down? 
I should yeah, do no. that actually for an episode, like therapy episode. You sh- yeah, maybe you should. Well, it's It'd just be like interesting to see how it changes. The table is very low and yeah. the back is really far. So I have no way to like be comfortably sitting. It's it's the That's kind the of bad combo. Yeah, it's like the kind of sacrifices that I make. Okay, what about wait, so the molasses cookie was too healthy? Hold on. It It wasn't a molasses cookie. What it was. Okay, let me try to leave. I'm sorry. Okay, so what it was was oh god, there's cords everywhere. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's a nightmare. (laughs) Okay, so what it was, this is actually pretty comfortable. What it was was oats, maple syrup, olive oil, almond flour and vanilla and i i mean i want to say i'm baking soda but that was kind of it and it just didn't congeal that was it yeah like i'm like where's the congealing element because if you just put no egg no nothing. no no egg so i'm like the Ugh. only moisture was olive oil and mm. vanilla I mean, no even milk or water nothing no Ugh. and even huh. vegan cooking usually there's like applesauce or something to be or flax right. to be right, like right. the egg substitute. So what wow. it wound up being was actually like delicious, but it was more like a crumble that you would want on top of something like yes. it would, yeah. And then I I, I altered it, like which on I on top of a pie. I know you love a crumble on a pie, mm. or no, you don't usually. Mm. I just listened to the last <laughs> podcast where talking about that pie you had. That God, that you was don't so good. Love a crumble but. in London. And just also now I'm seeking Christmassy flavors year round. Like some someone I know had a Christmas themed birthday and I thought that is kind of genius. Like putting recently. Yeah, like put Christmas lights on all your trees and like oh. wrap things in Christmas things. Cause you know how you're like always sad when the lights go away and then yes. it's like yes. it just mm-hmm. seems like a good idea. But anyway, I'm, fun. Yeah, I love clove, nutmeg. Um, oh, yeah, sure. You can't go wrong. Yeah, so How about a coconut popsicle? Mm, yeah, they're good, but I'm not yeah, going to go crazy. I'm eating a crazy. coconut popsicle right now. We just had dinner. Okay. I'm eating a coconut popsicle. How about goat cheese? Mm, boring anecdote in progress <laughs> there, <laughs> there was a delay because i can't even see my ipad as i'm trying to get comfortable in the most wretched oh, ways i look oh like gosh. A, oh gosh an absolute interloper um i was putting goat cheese on my salad today and i was thinking that would be something if i ever gave you a food quiz i would ask you about goat cheese well it depends i mean goat uh-huh. cheese means a lot of different things to a lot of different people yeah. I'll tell you the best goat cheese salad is Chez Panisse Cafe. Shout oh out gosh. to it's my dream to try to get there someday. Oh, it is that salad is so good. And in okay. LA they have this restaurant called Lulu and it's the same mm. Alice Waters restaurant. It's it's a different restaurant, but the same goat cheese salad. Warm oh goat cheese Ooh, on the most warm, beautiful yeah. lettuces with a perfect vinaigrette. And what kind of greens does it go with? It's it's just always like farm fresh baby kind of lettuces and stuff and the goat cheese is warm and kind of encased in a very light little pillow of crumbs oh my gosh that sounds incredible it's delicious and their bread yeah their bread is so good that you can kind of dip it but here's what i hate that 90s cheap ass goat cheese that comes in like Mm. a plastic shrink wrap and you have to like make little dookie like plumps (laughs) out of it and it's like in little weird blobs on your salad that's not good i do like feta that's cheap though 
Oh, feta is good. Yeah. A good sure. feta. But feta varies greatly as well. Yes. If, but if you have to put one on a salad, I guess you're going to go with feta. Mm, no. Mm. This no. is the thing. This is why I have trouble. If I'm if I'm somewhere that food is mediocre, I just don't really want to eat. You can't. You can't. You know, like people are like, whatever. You just get like a basic ass, like a lot of diner. Mm. Well, actually, some diner food's amazing. But like, if I had to eat some like diner a, food is amazing. Yeah, but what if you had to eat a salad at a diner? Like, oh no! A, I mean, you just have to know what to order, maybe. Yeah. In that situation, but like if a it's like cheese at a diner is going to probably be great. Well, of course, yes. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. I was also thinking of you today because my daughter was trying to draw hearts, and I thought mm. she had a page full of hearts. She's going to be gifted. I know. <laughs> well, she was trying to figure out how to do it, and she, I mean, it's kind of a tough thing to draw, right? Mm-mm. When you're little. Oh, yeah. Because you have to do a curve, <laughs> and then you have to do a straight line. I'm like, so is this was... a trick question? Because, in no, fact, it's hard. I wish it was harder. She kept saying, it's like a butt. And then two straight lines, which yeah, is, you know, you got a little butt at the top and then a V. A butt and a vag. Right. That that is one way of putting it for sure. Butt vag combo. Mm-hmm. Have oh you my played gosh, a... Chelsea? What? It's a real honor to be able to talk to you. I just did not think it was going to happen. I know wow. everybody says that, but wow. Well, listen, the honor is all mine. Imagine one day the calls don't come in. Oh, what a referendum. It will never happen. It will you never, never know. You never know. Look at, I always think of myself now as I'm getting older as, you remember The Wrestler? What was Who? his, The Wrestler, the movie The Wrestler? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. What was that guy's name? Not Nick Nolte. Oh, Not Nick Nolte. I don't remember what? his name. Oh, yeah. Mickey Rourke. Like, I feel like I'm yes. like. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. I feel like I'm Mickey Rourke. No, you're not. <laughs> no. No way. Um, uh, oh, I also listened to the last podcast with that dog attack. Has there been any debrief about that? That was one of the most insane <laughs> things I've ever heard. I know. Can you imagine a that dog. lady is a therapist? Her oh, best I know, friend. That was the most insane <laughs> her best friend is in a mental state in which she allowed her oh, dog to God. attack people not once, not twice, Crazy. not well, it three. Is, like it does. It, it go with the theory where that I have, I have a large dog, you know? And so it's like little dogs can just get away with so much more stuff than a big dog. can. Well, you, you know, know like pit bull owners have been saying that for yeah. years. They're like, it's not breed specific. Aggression <laughs> isn't breed specific. And like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, but like a little dog, you can like kick it away well, from you or something. Course, but apparently bro. not. Apparently not. Because I have a neighbor who has a little dog and I'm over there a lot with my kids and her dog bites our children. No. And it's just an awkward situation. That's beyond awkward. I think she should put her dog away when people are over. Of course. Right? Of course. And she has a baby. I don't know what she's thinking, but they're just like, oh, sorry. Mm. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Now, when we got my dog, I was looking at like his paperwork and it said he was a bite risk or something. And I'm like, what? Because I have a small child. I'm like, what? But, you know, he really isn't. He doesn't really bite. He he just was like, when we first got him, he really was. And this is what all the rescue people say. He was really agitated. And he was like, Mm. he was. antiseptic language. I love how you said that. But it's so true. You're a resource guarder. (laughs) You need a bad dog. (laughs) But this dog truly is not a bad dog. So it's like this fine line you got to dance on where like he when we we first got him he was a little nippy 
but it didn't yeah. feel like he was going to really sink his teeth into you like this wild no. savage. Was he a puppy or he was like a No, he was like grown. three years or four years old. Yeah. I've, I've gotten varying accounts. But anyway, he was like that. And the more he's been there, he's settled down. And he That's is good. like. See, he's in a loving environment. Now I hold him like a little baby and I go, you're my little baby. <laughs> But what's the, what's, I don't know what the etiquette is. Like if you're somewhere where a dog is nipping, biting your kids. Let them do it. Just let them do it? Just let them do it because that dog needs to grow, you know? (laughs) No, of course. I would, I mean, if anyone's dog bit my fucking kid, are you kidding me? Kids have tiny fingers. so bad, but that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I don't What's not bad? I mean, like. I mean, I think it's never drawn blood. Okay. That's because we put pants on. I don't know. You're like, that's because oh. we wear Mylar pants. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> she gives it's everyone so... like those gun bulletproof aprons to wear while they're there. They <laughs> go to the floor. Yeah. Is that it's a, a thing? whole new wor- world with dog ownership. It's really. It's a dark and it's a serious and it's a beautiful and it's a wonderful mixed up crazy old dog world. Dogs. You did it again. Dogs. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. That's really crazy. I also have coffee cranking through my sister's my ringtone. I don't know if that's legal. We've run our course. I have to go. <laughs> oh shit. How how far into the podcast are we at this point? What time are we at? 
Oh God, we should be wrapping Hello? up. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we should one hundred percent be wrapping it up. Hi. This is like when What's I used up? to do stand up and I'd be headlining and you're like, uh, looking at the clock. Okay, once you hit forty five minutes, you're like, all right, I could. I legally could end it here if I wanted. But then there's the male bravado. You're like, I got to do a five-hour set like Cosby, one of the cleanest comics of all time. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, hmm. okay. How'd that work out, right? All right. That what works. It? Talk to me. Um, I'm currently at work. I'm currently on my break. <laughs> and, oh, do you want to know what I'm eating? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, um, yeah, I guess you don't have a choice. I've got white rice, and on top of the white rice, I've got zucchini, and I've got kale with some salt, with some pepper, with some balsamic vinegar. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I'm trying to imagine how those two things marry to each other because zucchini and kale, it's not like it's a saucy thing for the rice, you know? No, not at all. Um, but it sounds like you put a bit of a vinaigrette on there, which I do applaud. I do like. But, you know, it sounds like you're in, like, macrobiotic eating minus the brown rice. Um, yeah. What is microbiotic? Macrobiotic. I don't know what the hell microbiotic uh, eating is. Maybe it's eating <laughs> tiny amounts. <laughs> We're having fun. Where do you work? Yeah. Um, I work at Lululemon. <gasps> Can you believe that? I hate Lululemon. <laughs> you too. You too. <laughs> no, actually, I'm trying to Why think if I it? ever ordered it. I, I don't know if I have or not. Now, what do you do there? Size people? Well, yeah, that's one part of the job. Mm-hmm. I'm just on the I'm I'm just on the sales floor. So you're just folding leggings till you want to blow your absolute brains out. That's actually in the job description. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do. Um, and then I deal with r rude people usually. But... Oh my god, what is the average Lululemon customer like? I mean, uh, first of all, let me guess: blonde, high percentage of blondes. I want to say. Correct so far. Petite. I want to say both skinny and short women love Lululemon. Correct. Uh, sinewy, like you know, makeupless. I feel like a lot of like. Oh. Oh no, a lot of makeup. Mm. It's like Instagram. Yeah. Usually done up like. Usually, here's the demographic: elementary. High school girls, oh. size zero, size two, and then you'll get like mm. the absolute yoga heads, and then you'll get sixty to seventy year olds mm. just wanting to be comfortable. Sure, sure. Um, where do I blonde? Fit in? Where do I fit in? <laughs> I'm not in your demo. I mean, what? Not, but you know, if someone walks in could, who's not a size two, are you like, let me see? And you start moving boxes around. You're like, I know, I know we have a six. Or, oh, we might have an eight. That's our XXL. Yeah. Uh, let me look at, uh, let me move some boxes, broad. Stand right there. Hold on. Let's go to the attic. Yeah. Come on. 
Um, no, we, we, we carry, we, they say they're inclusive styling or <laughs> they have inclusive sizing, which in store we go up, <laughs> we go up to a size 12 in our store. Um, but the, the perception, oh, yep, yep, keep it coming. <laughs> um, the perception is that we, it stops at like an eight. That's the perception. So, what the fuck? Yeah. What are you talking about? If you go up to a 12, why is that the perception? Because the brand of Lululemon is skinny. Huh? Like the branding is such that people don't even expect there will be a 12 there. Uh, correct. Yeah. They'll come in and they'll be like, this company isn't for me. Right. And they turn on their 12 yeah. size 12 heel and march out. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Well, so cool. Uh, well, here's a question. Okay. Do you have any lemon products? I don't think I do. Hmm. I think have you I, ever been in a store? I I don't think I have. I doesn't. I think I did walk in one time and then walked out on my heel. I think that I've ordered stuff off Aloe Yoga. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that how Thoughts? you pronounce it? Aloe. Hello there. Hello, mate. It's a cockney brand. I've ordered from them. I've ordered from them. I I have been susceptible to Instagram ads. And I have to say that Lululemon does not really pop up in my Instagram ads. They don't. They don't. Do you like your aloe products? Some of them are better than others. I will say this was, I did a lot of like pelotoning and ordering of exercise clothes during the pandemic. And mm. it's better to try them on. Understood. A lot of them are not my go-tos. Do you like your Peloton topic change? Mm, I do. But honestly, I've completely fallen off the spin aspect of it. I like the weight training, yoga classes, stretching classes, all the mat ones where you sort of spin your screen and do them. Oh, uh... Wait, how do you watch those? Do you watch them on the bike screen or is that a separate device? It's a bike screen, but it spins. It pivots. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's a new thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I I feel like the. No, please go. I'm really quad dominant. So what I've learned is that as I'm working out, doing strength training and things like that, I'm learning that my quads tend to take over. A lot of times. Mm. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I noticed when I was doing Peloton, my quads were absolutely ripped, but I felt like my ass got flat. Okay. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I can relate. I don't have an ass. Mm-hmm. Why? Do you spin a lot? <laughs> um, I do. I don't. I want to say a lot. I spin probably once a week. Yeah. I'm a big yoga guy. Mm-hmm. Um, big runner, big mm-hmm. runner, and yeah, there's just not there's not a lot happening back there, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you just got to get into squats and stuff like that. <laughs> Which that does that sounds as far away as a fun time as as I can really imagine. And you say this working at Lululemon? No, I I think yeah. that you could do squats at work. Because it's it's work appropriate. It's like on topic. 
you can do like wall sitting, you know, where you sit against yeah. the wall and squats. Wall sits. They have weights on our ankles. Yeah. Make sure we're toned. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm going to do, though? No. I'm going to beep Lululemon in every mention in this call. because Really? Yeah. I don't want to do an oh, ad for good. them. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... This is so Lululemon of me to say, but I think you should try a pair of Lululemon leggings. You do? What's so good about them? I have tried them on. Okay. <laughs> and although they are not made for the... They are made for my physique. They mm-hmm. are extremely soft. They're mm-hmm. extremely stretchy. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a good reputation for durability mm-hmm. if you take care of them. Mm-hmm. These people are putting them in their dryers and blasting them really? under fire, fire heat, and, and then they just they just dissolve over oh. time. They just oh, I thought up. you were going to say they were fine in the dryer. That was going to be a selling <laughs> no. point. No, <laughs> no, no. Cool. What else can we say? That's that's all I've got. It's I been lovely you... chatting. Yes, I want you to enjoy that kale and zucchini. Would you call that yeah. a goulash? I just call it mush. Mm, mm, mm. It doesn't look very good, but it, it's going to do what it needs to do. Keep you fit. Yeah, just just keep me going. What do you think about uh, quinoa or brown rice? I like quinoa and brown rice. Do you want me to choose one? No. <laughs> I'm not going to put you in that <laughs> Sophie's Choice. <laughs> I like both. I would. I think I would choose quinoa over if you were asking, but you're not. But I'm just telling you. Okay. Um. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. I am. I was actually just about to wrap up the show, so don't feel bad if like this call didn't have the energy <laughs> you were expecting. It's <laughs> on me. Not your fault. My fault. We'll gussy it up, no. and it'll be great. Okay. You know, don't be too hard on yourself. I called earlier. <laughs> you didn't answer. So it was like, hey, I'm on my break. I'm going to call. And I appreciate answered. it. It's an honor to spend your break with you. Okay. Gosh. Likewise. G. All right. Toodaloo. Much love. Ciao. Ciao for now. Hi, this is the last call of the episode. Last call of the episode. Oh, my God. I have a story about my car. Um, I don't know if I'm actually talking to you or if this is a voicemail. You're talking. Oh, hi. I love you. Okay. Um, so I have dr- been driving for about 15 years. I drive a Chevy Spark and I've gotten a total of 10 speeding tickets. <laughs> Chevy Spark, I haven't even heard of, but that's such a funny name. It looks like a little bit bigger version than a smart car. Okay. So very parkable. Yes. And yes. What, oh what's my gosh. the story? So you just got a bunch of tickets? Yeah, 10 speeding tickets in my lifetime. Mm. That Wait, so what happens there? Because don't you have to go to a traffic school for a speeding ticket? 
Yeah. So I actually got my license suspended when I was like 17. Oh my God. It was like a whole thing. Damn. Yeah. And then how'd you get it back? Um, so they took it away for like a half a year and I just had to like have my mom drop me off at places. This was when I was young at the time my mom was around to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I got it back. I did have to go. I think I did have to take an online test to get it back. Mm. Okay. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I know that you like to talk about Hondas being crazy, but watch out for Chevy Sparks. Okay. I will. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much. Thank you. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first. First listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.